Yeah, so uh, just prepare to... Uh, it, it'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fired. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is February 8th, 2022, and we gotta do an emergency pod. Coming to you from the high school home of Jameson Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, I'm the doctor, Jason Triplett. Uh, We got some things to talk about to help me with that uh, from Indianapolis, Indiana. He's our in-house bartender, mixing up the drinks and the crappy jingles, it's John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Largest mid-season, uh, mid-season trade since 2002. Hmm. Definitely worth an emergency pod. I have no idea how you quantified that particular thing. Is it by salary? <laughs> by <laughs> no, weight? no, it's about, by it's weight? about pe- by people weight. moving. <laughs> by weight, yes. <laughs> You'll remember the 2002. We'll, we'll talk about it later, Harper. You can remember that one. <laughs> we were living together. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, boys? What is up? Uh, as Colson alluded to, uh, Pacers pulling off another trade. Where uh, at this pace, you know, we're going to have uh, four trades by the end of the week, and uh, we'll have another emergency pod for you. So <laughs> today, we learned that the Pacers traded DeMontis Saponis. Let me say his name correctly. DeMontis yeah. Sabonis. If you haven't learned it by now, don't. Don't bother. <laughs> it's not important anymore. He gone. Uh, the other holiday brother, uh, Justin, Probably. and Jeremy Lamb. Hateful on those holidays, aren't we? We uh-huh. are. Uh, along with a 2027 second round pick. <gasps> sounds like a date that is uh, imaginary. <laughs> and after the end times <laughs> yeah, after, to, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly to the sacramento kings for tyrese halliburton buddy healed and tristan thompson expiring contract <laughs> 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 so we are here to discuss this get our immediate reactions uh you know we've got to think about this for a little bit um I, for one, was uh, shocked, I guess. Uh, I am very excited about Tyrese Halliburton. Uh, I'm kind of excited about Buddy Heald in a weird way, and we can get down to that later. Mm. But the biggest name uh, that Pacers fans obviously are uh, worried about is Demonis Sabonis. Harper, this was your guy. You were on him early, uh, saying that this he might be our best Pacer from from uh, the Oladipo even, trade, even when Oladipo on was was yeah. uh, on the team, uh, how are you feeling, bud? Doing all right? Can I get you something? Uh, I, I mean, we just traded away the best statistical pacer to ever don the jersey. That's what happened today. Ooh. I mean, is Bit there a counterpoint? PR? I mean, points, rebounds, assists. Yeah, yeah. we've not had a guy that can do what he's done ever on our team. 
I seem to remember Jamal Tinsley throwing up a lot of triple doubles. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, stipulate. Dig into the stats. Jamal Tinsley not is a, the best pacer ever. Not, not as many rebounds though. <laughs> mm. I think mm. his shooting percentage may have not been well, great either. But. More shootings at the club though. So yeah, uh, <laughs> he was a shooter. <laughs> exactly. Shots fired? Is that what you said? Yeah. It's just redundant. Too soon. It's what Too I soon. wanted to say, and then I stopped myself, but thanks for going there. <laughs> Careful. So he might be listening. Surface, that seems that seems like a bad thing. Are we um, still paying him? <laughs> I will say, for um, for what it's worth, all of the pundits, all of the NBA insider pundits are claiming that the Pacers have... Uh, essentially fleeced the Kings in this because of this guy, Tyrese Halliburton, who maybe, I mean, casual Pacer fans might not even know who this guy is or casual NBA fans. But, uh, those of us that follow the league know that, uh, he is a guy that everybody is excited about. Uh, he, uh, does all the right things and is, uh, seems to be a very positive, uh, Pete kind of guy. And, all about winning and bring you know brings all the good things to the table and takes very little away um all that while playing for the sacramento kings mind you so, <laughs> yeah. see that's a it's huge like, point he gets like bonus points for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. either that or it didn't work depends mm. on how you look at it well yeah i'm not gonna blame anything that doesn't work in sacramento on any individual player <laughs> it's all vladdy's uh, fault colson can you tell us a little bit more about tyrese uh What's his nickname going to be? Is he going to be? Well, uh, I'm not. I'm not there Blackwater? for nicknames yet. Okay. Uh, well, although I did look up his nickname. Mm-hmm. Um. Apparently, um. He's real big on the um, uh, double double machine, which is what the the Sacramento Kings fans gave him. Um. That needs a lot of work. Uh, we can go somewhere with that, but uh, he publicly has appreciated the double double machine as his nickname. Ah, come on, buddy. I think you're just being nice. I think he's just a nice guy. Uh, two years ago, he was drafted 12th overall. Um, he is a uh, 6'5 uh, combo guard, um, Twenty years, 22 years old. As you mentioned before, it seems like he's just a guy that, that people want to play with. He's a guy that's going to get you the ball if you're open. In fact, one of, uh, you know, I was looking at his scouting reports. One of the scouting reports is he doesn't take his own shot enough. Um, he just really wants to get everybody else involved. He has funky mechanics with shooting, but he's, this is a fun fact, the second best uh, three-point shooter off the dribble in the NBA this season at over 42% um, from off the dribble. That's not that catch and a, shoot. That is a niche stat. That is a niche stat. <laughs> um the, the, the kid is, is an absolute elite shooter. Um, he is shooting over 30% uh, regardless, whether catch and shoot or off the dribble, um, and uh, shooting over 80% from the free throw line. Um, he's 11th in the league in assists, um, and he just seems to make everybody else better. The, the reason there's been this weird backlash from Kings fans and from the media is because uh, – uh, he's beloved uh, there in Sacramento. People think this is, you know, they're like, hey, we can trade Buddy Heald now. We can trade Darren Fox. We have the, you know, at least a 1A guy because he can be a leader. Um, he's a leader on the floor. Um, he's a personality that you can make the face of your franchise. 
and uh, he was considered uh, untouchable uh, at the beginning of this trade season. Um, so I think the reason that this is a little bit weird for the media and for, for Sacramento is that uh, nobody expected this to happen. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he was rumored in, you, you know, uh, deals for uh, Ben Simmons, uh, who obviously is still the largest trade piece out there, I guess, or guy bantied about. And basically the Kings wouldn't put him in a deal for Ben Simmons. Shut so it, down, it, was, yeah. it was definitely uh, surprising that, that the the Pacers were able to pry him away uh, from, from the Kings. Uh, so it seems like the Pacers are now in the mid- middle of a huge – Rebuild, rebuild. I got man, long day. <laughs> rebuild. I feel you, bro. Uh, and you know, so between this and the 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 Levert trade that brought us draft picks, basically, uh, and Ricky Rubio's expiring deal, <laughs> and his <laughs> knee. Do we take over paying for his uh, rehab? I guess. So, oh, I'm right? sure we do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. How are you guys feeling about that, Harper? Are you uh, you know, we've talked at at ad nauseum, I guess, on this podcast about you know this is kind of what we wanted the Pacers to do. Obviously, you and I, I think, felt like Sabonis was maybe the guy we wanted to hang on most of all and rebuild around him. What are you thinking direction wise for this team right now? Yeah, I mean, obviously, we're in full rebuild mode. Uh, it's it's curious to me. I mean, I you know Sabonis is putting up numbers for a big that i mean really only Jokic, who would be absolutely untradeable um can touch you know two-time all-star easily could have been three he's only 25 Mm -hmm. and he was on a good contract Mm -hmm. um so i i'm still scratching my head a little bit here look halliburton's a really good player I'm interested to see how he's going to fit. You know, I haven't watched enough Kings basketball very much on purpose <laughs> to know whether he's really a one. I mean, kind of the knock on him coming out of college was that he wasn't really a one. Um, I read one interesting scouting report that was like, oh, you know, he's a connector. You know, he's out there, he's making good decisions, and he's a smart player, but he's not really a pure point. He just, you know does essentially what Sabonis does, which is, you know, find find the right play and the right guy. You know, he's averaging over seven assists a game this year. But, I mean, Sabonis was doing that last year too from from his position. So, mm-hmm. um, like I said, I, I'm scratching my head a little bit here. I don't know. I'm excited for Halliburton. I, I'm not excited to see us get waxed on the glass game after game after game after game again. But that's that's my new reality now, so... Well, no, but you got uh, the birdhouse and the, you know, the Night Rider to cover the glass for you. So don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. This... Now Tur- Turner's uh, rebounding ability is just going to be unleashed now. That yeah, yeah Sabonis isn't stopping up all those. Well, rebounds. okay. So this is this is an interesting question. I mean, so 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 Turner came out and was like, "I can't wait to play with Halliburton." Um, I we're still two days away from the end of the uh, trade deadline. Um, I I think it's. In my mind, I would keep an eye out, uh, eye open for Turner for a young forward and some more cap space or a draft pick. I, I, I'm not sure, you know, I'm just not sure that, that we're done fiddling. Now, 
when I look at this, what we've done right now, so we've, we've, we've got Karis LeVert, we got uh, in the Karis LeVert trade, we got some um, financial relief, some cap relief. Um, we got two draft picks, which is a, like a late 20s draft pick, early 30s draft pick. Okay, And then with this uh, trade, this is a bonus trade, um, we didn't get a draft pick, but we did what we did with the uh, Paul George trade, which is instead of getting a draft pick, you get a guy who's in his second year has already proved that he's worth it. Um, and you're actually rolling the dice with a random draft pick. You're actually getting a young prospect still on his rookie deal. Um, and so I think on some level you can almost consider that a draft pick. Um, we also got a bunch of expiring deals. We were um, just – Tickling the uh, tax bracket, the uh, the $136 million tax bracket. We were right there uh, thinking about it. Um, with these trades, we're actually going to go a little bit over it. Um, but um, in the process, the following year, we're going to save ourselves $20 million based on the guys we sent out and the guys we're bringing in. Um, and with other expiring deals, we're going to be uh, below the cap Um next year where if we'd kept these guys Levert and Sabonis and Holiday we would still be over the cap and, and still tickling the tax next year but this is a team that's not going to make the playoffs so I can understand how uh, Herb Simon might not be interested in that so you know as much as we're trying to get better we're also dealing with the realities of financial you know the business part of it and that's been done successfully um, so far so um, I just think there might be one more a deal to be made to give us a lot more relief financially. I could be wrong. Yeah, I mean, I think it all depends on what's out there, right? Like, um, and I certainly, if you look at in the abstract, a roster of or a starting potential starting lineup of you know Brogdon, Halliburton, Duarte, uh, Duarte, uh, I don't know somebody at four <laughs> isaiah jackson maybe at at four or tory craig or something like that or terry taylor and uh and turner at the center like that's not you know it's not like we have a dart of talent on this team no and the halliburton the thing that's nice about the halliburton acquisition is it sort of goes from the need to do a full sort of tear down of the roster and sort of try to tank for multiple years to get more draft picks and kind of positions you to, to move a little bit forward, especially if this year, if we continue to, you know, <laughs> lose at the pace that we're losing, like the Pacers, you know, if the lottery held would have a, the fifth pick in the draft right now or something like that. And so you'd be adding that talent this year and, and maybe you're already rebooted. I don't know. Well, no, I mean, that's the goal, right? I mean, I, I don't think that Miles Turner's coming back this year now, unless we trade him. I mean, okay, if we trade him, he's not coming back, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I um, I don't, I think that uh, Brogdon's probably, his injury is going to keep him out for the rest of the year. I think McConnell's injury is going to keep him out for the rest of the year. I think we're going to be running these young kids and see what works. I think... I do believe, uh, as uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Harper here, that Isaiah Jackson is a really interesting prospect. You put him along with a Halliburton and a Duarte, who are already professional basketball players at a very young age. Um, you know, there's starting to be a core here that that if you could get a top five draft pick by not playing well over the rest of the season, um, 
sort of puts you back into the conversation to be a young, exciting team the next season. I mean, I, I guess I just don't understand why this makes us better next year than Damana Sabonis. Because, I mean, essentially it's a one-for-one one trade. Buddy Heal just seems to get worse every year for the past four years. I can't quite figure yeah. out what's going on with that dude. He's shooting the three worse. He's down to 37% yeah. from 43%. I mean, his scoring's down, rebounding's down. I mean, across the board, right? So he he's also not, played in Sacramento. Yeah, that whole time. And he used to be good there, and now he's bad. That's true. That's true. And 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 Damanis Sabonis is, a, like I said, he's a two-time All-Star. He's great. He's statistically right. the best player that I've ever seen play for us. So I guess I, I don't understand why now we're better positioned to be good next year than we were a day ago. Well, I don't know that we are necessarily, but I think that the direction has changed right i think that the the current trajectory that we're on is not sustainable right like it's not leading to winning basketball so something needed to be done to to redirect the ship and i think that this at least gives a new direction and some sort of um hope i guess that 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 a different group of guys can gel better and that we can make the pieces fit a little bit better the thing that's interesting, you know, you brought up Duarte, and we also have Malcolm Brogdon on the roster, and now so that makes sort of three of these guys. You know, we have a glut of of backcourt guys now. All of a sudden, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you count Buddy Heald as a backcourt guy, Duarte, uh, Brogdon, Halliburton, McConnell, McConnell, yeah. Washington. If he's still around. Seaford. Yeah. Lancey Pants. <laughs> All those guys, yeah. So it makes me wonder if there's not another move. Obviously, we can't trade Brogdon in the regular season because of the, the extension that we just signed him to, but I wonder if now he is uh, potentially another piece that we might try to move in the off season or something like that for more draft picks or young guys or whatever um, no that's interesting i mean yeah. you know halliburton might be brogdon's replacement i mean it, it's possible that that brogdon and halliburton could play in the backcourt together but i have a feeling just just from how this is going that this is halliburton is brogdon's replacement and that we're going to move him in the off season. that's what i think is happening so we went from asking decisions about who we're going to build around to we're not going to build around anybody. Right. We're just going to and I mean, this, this trade makes plenty of sense if you think Sabonis was the problem. We've been trying to speculate about who the problem kids are. And if the answer is Sabonis, then this makes perfect sense. No, I don't think if it, it does. I think the problem is do- that nobody was the problem. I think that they, there was just nobody that was going to – nobody was the spark. Nobody's getting anything then, done. And everybody just- is the problem. Yeah, and that's so and that's fine. We're getting everybody out of there. But if that's not the case, if Sabonis wasn't the problem, then all we did was make our set ourselves up for success further down the road. In my mind, right? That's why I'm still kind of scratching my head with it. And I mean, if we don't see Halliburton and Brogdon together, like I, I don't even know what that means. We're supposed to evaluate the guy next week. Like, why we're just going to shut him down? No, I think uh, Colson saying Brogdon's not going to play. Right. That's what I'm saying. Time. We're just going to shut him down for the sake of shutting yeah. him down. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm How thinking does that help? Might, I'm thinking his value. ankle. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't. Again, I haven't watched uh, Sacramento Kings just like you guys haven't. Um, but he seems to be a media darling and a fan darling. Um, 
And it's curious to me that it doesn't seem like there's equal outrage on the other side. As much as Sabonis has been this wonderful player for us, there there doesn't seem to be the f- same fan connection to what this guy did for us, which I agree with you, Harper, was incredible things. He's number 17 on my uh, fluid top 25 list. Um, I absolutely love Sabonis, but I'm not, I'm not seeing online a lot of outrage that he's been moved. Hmm. Well, I mean, you can thank that uh, super strong PR effort from the Pacers management staff. Hopefully they'll do better for Tyrese than they did for Dumas. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm sad for him because he's um, going you know, to Sacramento. He, he's been, he, yes. And that's where basketball goes to die. You know, I mean, like, that's just, it's just really sad. He was the heart of our offense. He gave a shit. He's a good guy. Um, he was clearly our best player. And uh, now he has to go to, uh, you know, purgatory. Yeah. I, I like Darren Fox a lot, but I liked him better when he had a backcourt running mate. <laughs> right. Well, now he has Jeremy Lamb to run with. So Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm also sad for Lamb. Um, I, I never loved him, but uh, I mean, apparently <laughs> he was a good tipper, you know, and so that's a shout out for that. Uh, I liked him in a backup role on a bad team. I felt like that, that was a useful thing. Um, also sad for, for uh, Justin Holiday. Uh, we've just desecrated the Holiday brothers, uh, who were so important for me for a little while. Um, I felt like he was the adult in the room. Um, he was the guy in the huddle that was – you know, bringing everybody together. He was the guy that seemed like the team captain and now he's gone. So what does that do for our team? I don't know, but perhaps the most interesting tidbit I learned today, which I didn't know. Did you guys know this is that one of the, um, wrinkles to this whole trade is apparently there's like a, a, a mandate in Sacramento for in gatherings of larger than X number of people or something like that, you must be vaccinated. And apparently Justin holiday is not vaccinated. So he won't even be able to play in games in Sacramento. We didn't know that as, as Indiana fans that he wasn't vaccinated. No, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Apparently that, um, I learned that tidbit, uh, today. So, um, <laughs> so that's, that's interesting, I guess. <laughs> so, so that makes it just doubly, weird from Sacramento's perspective, right? Yeah, if you're because Sacramento, he's the three-point shooter they're bringing back, right? I mean, on some level, it's like they, they're giving up their two best three-point shooters because Fox right. and Sabonis aren't three-point shooters, so they need they need Holiday in this trade to make it work. But if he yeah. can't play, then it makes zero sense. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, ostensibly, they're making this move somewhat looking to change their shape going forward but also because they are tantalizingly close to the play-in game uh i mean they're like two games behind the 10 spot right now or something like that okay which is if you're a sacramento fan like all right i guess if you're the kings like it's uh well they haven't been to the playoffs yeah, since right exactly 2000 to get actual six, six 2006 yeah. it's an actual chance to get like postseason uh Get waxed in a in a one game playoff. Yeah, exactly. Appearance or whatever. Sure. So, and Sabonis is the better player right now than Halliburton. Yes, and, I agree. Uh, See, that's the thing. Make them better. Sabonis was the best player in this trade, and so and that usually is the one who wins the trade. And that's why I was kind of and I, that's why I was upset by the trade to begin with, and I was kind of shocked by everybody's response to it. 
there seems to be cons some consistency, uh, some um, some belief that Halliburton is the truth, man. They really believe this kid could be an all star or a leader or you know a game changer for us. So I'm I'm excited about it. I I, I don't know what that looks like yet. Um, yeah, we'll see. Halliburton is a whole bunch of things that I've wanted for a long time. He's a playmaking one with athleticism who can defend the wing. He's long, he plays defense, super high steal rate. I mean, he's a little bit undersized, so he can get overpowered. But he's a he's still six five. He's, he's a, just thin. He's, he's six good, five, but he's thin. Yeah, but he's a good team defender at the very least, and he knows how to get his hands on the ball, yeah. turn people he just over. He knows how to play basketball. He's an right. athlete. He can shoot the three. I mean, his mechanics are funky. Think Aaron Gor Eric Gordon, um, but right. whatever. The ball goes in the net, so who cares? And he's got a ton of upside. I mean, there's a ton of stuff to like here. It's really exciting. Um, but I, I can say the same stuff about Sabonis. He was a great rebounder for us, yeah, right? Yeah, he was steady yeah. as hell. He, you know, right. gave you six or seven assists a game from the five spot. I mean, I, right. you know, he was unstoppable in the paint. Just, I, I don't know. It's, he got it, all the tough rebounds. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, you know, the Kings, it feels like, as they are wont to do, were maybe making a move to make a move, right? Um, yeah. I, I don't want to think that that's what we were doing. No, I don't think that at all that's what we were, we were doing. Uh, I wonder if – how much uh, – you know, because Colson, you mentioned that, you know, Sabonis wasn't exactly a fan favorite or we're not seeing outrage from him uh, about him leaving uh, now. I wonder how much Sabonis is, was, like, tied to the Pacers or if he is, like, I'm not happy here. Like, I'd be – perfectly fine if you traded me or something like that yeah but he's not going to be happy in sacramento i mean i just wonder how how well, long it sure, is before yeah, he just gives but... up on basketball out there in sacramento it's where everybody goes to you know give up on basketball i mean he doesn't have to resign a contract I mean, there but he's still there for two years as we've always said the guy's yeah, exactly. a baller he's only 25 so yeah, that's like... true that's true and I mean, maybe he teaches De'Aaron Fox how to like run a pick and roll, and then they run a pick and roll. And I think they'll have great chemistry. Together. I think yeah. I think it'll be amazing. I think they'll 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 figure it out because Sabonis is that smart at basketball. They'll figure it out. Um, but I wanna I wanna disagree with you, um, Jason. I think we did make this move just to make this move. Um, I think on some level, this team was put together with a hope that it would be something special. And it clearly was not. Um, this this season has been miserable. It is a team that should be winning forty five games, and it's not. And so the ownership and the and the the management said we've got to shake these things up, and let's go get the people we want. At, like let's go do the things that we need to do for this franchise, which is one get under the cap, two get some draft picks, and go get the. Uh, young prospect we're most excited about. If that means trading away our best player to get him, we're going to do that. But I think this is a lot about changing things well, up. But th that's, that's not making a move just to make a move. That sounds like a very strategic uh, set of set of decisions that have been made. Okay. But, I, I mean, I, I would say yes, but the trading of Sabonis specifically, right? Like, why not build around him? Like, right. as, as I would have wanted to. Like I said, this signals to me like true tank time. I understand moving everyone basically. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I could I could imagine you're Chad Buchanan and Kevin Pritchard, and you're looking at the shape of the league, and you're saying, like, you know, this is a, a guard league. Like, you need to have one of the elite point guards or ball handler creators on your team to have a chance to succeed, especially in a lo- what is now a pretty loaded Eastern Conference, right? Um, and if they believed that Halliburton is that guy, and they don't necessarily see, you know, they don't want to risk taking the chances on, you know, their top five draft pick this year or whatever, because they could get bumped. It could be lower, right? If right. somebody below them wins the lottery, then they pull the trigger on that now. You know, I don't think it was an easy decision for them to no. move Sabonis. I mean, I, th- I think that obviously he's been like the best player on the sure. team for the past, like, three or four years. And I think certainly they believe that this is the guy. And if you're going to trade with somebody, you know, I think it was Joey on Slack, you know, make it the Kings, not the Spurs. Right. Cause every bit as good as the Spurs are, the Kings are bad. Yeah. Yeah. The Spurs will always win the trade and the Kings will always lose the trade. That's I think is what it was going. You know, uh, I was watching the Atlanta game uh, that's going on while we're, we're recording uh, because you don't need to watch it. Come on down 30. Yeah, don't. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Uh, if you haven't seen it, don't uh, don't don't waste your time. Um, Quinn kept talking about how Kyle, Carlisle was a lifelong learner and a tinkerer, a tinkerer. <laughs> okay, which made me think about how great he was for the year of the brawl, where he could sort of patch these, you know, um, lineups together of guys you've never heard of before and still get us to the playoffs. But then it started making me concerned that if he just decided early on in our lineup that he didn't like what was going on and he needed to tinker with it, that maybe this is part of the problem. I mean, it's not good for consistency if your guy, if your, if your head coach, um, if the head of your team is always wanting to look for the next best thing. Um, and it's got me a little worried that we're making some of these decisions based on the fact that Carlisle can't figure out what to do or wants to try something different. Um, so I just thought I'd put that out there just to add uh, concern to people's. Uh, I, I mean, I in that respect, I take the opposite tack. I trust Carlisle in that respect pretty much implicitly. And if he's telling me that Sabonis wasn't going to make this machine go, I believe that he tried to do so <laughs> and he wasn't feeling it and he signed off on this stuff. So uh, I'm good with that. Um, I also do want to shout out Alvin Gentry because he's done a great job with Tyrese Halliburton so far. Um, he's sixth in assists this, this year so far behind five all-stars. Mm. Um, also sixth mm. in, uh, or actually third in steals sixth per game. Um, so I, he's done a great job and, 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 you know, shout out to Alvin Gentry. That organization may not be great, but Alvin Gentry is still a good coach. No doubt. No well, doubt. and to support Kyle Arrell, uh, he, um, he nailed this goodbye statement. So he's not allowed to um, talk about the new players um, because the trade hasn't gone through all the way. Um, but he said a lot of really nice things about um, Sabonis, Holiday, and Lamb uh, on their way out the door. Um, he was just a f- professional about it and, you know, appreciate that because i feel like uh our last coach would have screwed that up oh yeah, yeah. without a doubt <laughs> he would have blamed them for their trade is what would have happened there. <laughs> shout out bjorkren uh 
wow, that was like a fever dream that whole season. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> <Wasn't> it? <laughs> uh, it's been a to get back to the Carlisle years, thing, <laughs> I feel like I feel like um, the this year is just like a weird. See, he didn't get a fair shake. I don't think. Right, like he didn't have all of his horses the entire time, and then when he did, like things just weren't gelling at all. I, I mean, part, you know, we talked about this before. Like, part of that is the coach's responsibility, but a lot of that is locker room responsibility. Right. And you know, these moves were made because <laughs> we're nineteen and thirty-two, or whatever the hell we yeah. are. In, like, oh yeah, no, there's we're, a reason we're, we're not a good basketball team, and so <laughs> yeah. you got it. We're bad. Yeah. You can't just sit idly. 19 right? and 36. Yeah. Going on 37 no, in about 10 okay. minutes. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Going on 19 and 37. And I, what do you guys think this means for TJ Warren? He gone? He gone, right? Oh, he's unrestricted he's free, yeah? Yeah, no, I don't think he comes back before the end of the year. You know, I don't know if this is ironic because I can't remember. I don't know what ironic means anymore because I've, uh, you know. Um, you literally forgot. Yeah, I've listened to too much. <laughs> a lot of Morissette, but uh, no, I, I think I think that he would be the perfect four for us uh, for this new team. Um, but I don't think he'll ever see minutes with us. Uh, I think we need somebody just like him, um, maybe just a little bit younger and cheaper. But like, I I, I, I wish he wanted basketball. to play for us. I just wish, yeah, yeah, I wish he wanted to play basketball with us because I think he'd be the perfect four for this new team we're creating. He always says he does when people ask. Okay, well, if he if he could come back before the end of the year and play along uh, Halliburton and Duarte and Miles Turner and uh, and see what happens, little Lancey pants. See, in the, he's in the last year of his deal. Right? He is. Yeah. He'll be a free, yeah. He, he's an unrestricted free agent. Um, if he leaves, he's he's uh, twelve thirteen million dollars off our cap. Um, oh, also the the other thing uh, to mention uh, all the the cap numbers. Um, so Buddy Heald has a weird contract where um, his contract uh, regresses. So he's currently this year making twenty three million. It's very weird that he's making that much money. I oh yeah, think, it's the sure. weird part of that. Well, just like his contract, uh, next... his statistics are also regressing. <laughs> also so. going down. They're, they're, you get what you pay for sometimes. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so next year uh, he'll make twenty one million, and the in the, the third year of his deal he'll make nineteen. Um, because of that, we end up saving an extra three million dollars based on the way that Sabonis and Lavert's contracts were going to go up. So, um, just a little fun fact on on the cap there. So, woohoo, woohoo! Yeah, let's hope that um, a new environment reinvigorates Buddy Heald. At a minimum, like um, he's not even though Buddy, shoot. yeah, he shoots <laughs> nine threes a game. Yeah, if, he does. Uh, <laughs> even though his numbers are going down, he still shoots better than most from three, better than most of the people on our roster. So, right, like, outside uh, of everybody, but uh, what Miles Turner and Holiday? Oh, Miles Turner, yeah. I think, is even tanked under that now, hadn't he? Oh, has he? Oh no. Mm. Yeah, we're not we're not good at shooting three pointers, but we just picked up two dudes that can knock them down. So yeah, there you go. for sure, things got interesting. And Tristan Thompson, I mean, come on, this guy's you want okay. rebounding, Harper? This guy has killed us on the offensive glass many a time. He has, and indeed. hopefully now he will. Uh, He's won some bring playoffs. Uh, Is he playing us. basketball this year? Again, I haven't watched any Kings games. Is he like actually playing, or he's just like? 
Uh, literally an expiring contract. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, he's literally just an expiring contract. I, I thought he was playing, but I, I don't think he's Even if he's been minutes. playing, that's not why you brought him in. Maybe he can teach Miles Turner how to rebound. Boy, that's a tall order. And if he can do it, he deserves a lot more than he's getting paid, for sure. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll have more uh, to say next week on all of this, and maybe we'll have another emergency pod between now and then. I uh, missed the show on Sunday, and I assume that everything you guys recorded for Thursday's show is now uh, null and void. So... Well, no, I mean, I think we, no, we... Pretty uh, sure we nailed it. We just probably won't release it because it's redundant uh, now. Okay, <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. Fair That's enough. Right. Okay. We nailed it so hard that we don't even need to put out the other one. Well, tune in at least for the young de Google. Um, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and uh, and Joey's stat of the week, I think. That's right. That's right. Very it was a good stat. By the way, you guys, did, you guys did a great job on that uh, uh, podcast on Monday. It was exactly what I needed. Um, I wanted trade talk news in my ears first thing monday morning on my commute and and you guys gave it to me so thanks oh so uh, speaking of that we'll we'll uh, when you uh, tune in next monday we'll have uh, the full review of all of the trades that happen and uh, you know across the league we we um um we could talk about those things but that's not what's important on an emergency podcast this is a pacer podcast so um you'll you'll, you'll get caught up later um shout out one more time to karis levert you're back in Ohio, your home state. You're on a team that's going to the playoffs. You were only here for a year, but uh, we'll all, you'll always be loved uh, with your cup of coffee here in Indiana. Did we get your take on that, Jason? You good with the Levert trade? Uh, I've gone back and forth in my brain. Um, I was growing to be very excited about Karis Levert and his ball handling abilities and his like he he seemed like game to game he was like figuring things out yeah um as a creator which was really fun um and obviously like that was it the bulls game where he just went nuts for 42 or something so that was a bummer but i, I mean i did also you know i gotta stick with my original thing which was you know we need to get draft picks and sort of start hit the reset button and, if, and something's got to change in order to do that you have to give up guys yeah. and right. that's yeah so I, that's, I thought the hall was okay for what it was uh, the idea of two first agree. rounders seemed ridiculous but we actually ended up with a low first rounder and effectively a second rounder so high it might as well be a first rounder which is right exactly. bottom exactly. of the draft exactly. order right so I, yep. you got to feel pretty yep. good yep. about it and that 2027 second rounder that's which, clutch uh, from utah that's their tank year no 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 that's that's the uh, that's the year the world ends mm. calling well, it now right. well we can we can deal it to okc at some point yeah exactly <laughs> get something <laughs> the kings will trade us back for sabonis in six months for that second rounder in 2027 that's right for the other second because <laughs> they couldn't extract it from us in this this deal no, I think Sabonis after two years will uh, you know just uh, not go back to Sacramento, come back to see us. So and come then he'll and be sign, back on the team for a second a time, and it'll just value. yeah, okay. it'll just just uh, climb up my uh, top twenty-five paces of all time. So all right, cool. Well, we you guys will hear from us uh, a lot this week, uh, and we will talk to you next week. Until then, uh, we're on Twitter. Uh, at Undebeatables Facebook page mm, Facebook.com slash The Undebeatables Is there anything on any of these things? Get a website Yeah, yeah we tweet every we now and then stuff. Okay. 
Okay. Uh, there's a website, theundebeatables.com, with a contact form there. Yeah. Uh, and you can also email us, shout out at theundebeatables.com. If you want a t shirt, uh, the. <laughs> the Ricky Rubio jerseys are getting uh, printed up right now, um, so head over to the over to the website and pick up one of those. Uh, for uh, Donnie Walsh, the architect, who I have a feeling was a part of this, because this this just reeked of uh, some Donnie Walsh move here, and uh, the once and always Hall of Fame coach Bobby Leonard. Turn out the lights. The party's over. We'll miss you guys. Demonis and Lamb and Holiday. Shout out. Shout, Shout out. Shout out. Yeah. Cheers to you, Domas. Pouring yep. some down the gullet. Damn, that sucks. I hate losing guys. I don't like guys being commodities. I know we just root for laundry, but ah, boo! Yeah. I'm excited to watch Halliburton day to day. Yeah, I feel like I haven't seen enough of him, but the little bit that I've seen of him, I have liked. He's a he's an electric player. All right, All right let's make it happen.